Hey guys, Aaron here. Just giving you guys a heads up, we are going to be changing our schedule from here on out. Uh, we're moving from twice a week and releasing our episodes to now we're releasing once a week every Thursday. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with me and Peyton's schedules. It's difficult for us to both record our episodes and we don't want to leave you guys hanging if we're not able to record um, and not being able to communicate on when our uh, release dates are coming. So every Thursday we'll be releasing a new podcast um, and it'll be same stuff we're talking about. Um, it's just going to be once a week, a little bit longer, but every Thursday, anywhere listen to your podcast. Thank you guys for understanding and enjoy the show. Doesn't matter when your team puts up 200. <laughs> Welcome to Stir It Up. It is Thursday night after the Thursday night football game. Uh, we're going to talk about some golf stuff, baseball a little bit, a little uh, cleanup for golf, baseball, college football, and then NFL and um, – all that, all the betting and stuff like that. Peyton's got his thing up there. Um, Fuck yeah, baby. It's fucking bear down week. We're going to get our first dub of the season. (laughs) Um, All right. So we'll start with uh, a little golf just to clean up. You know know what it is? Hmm. Bad news for the Bengals this week. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. All right. Well, we'll start with golf. Yeah, let's run it. We'll start with golf right now then we can go into the bears Bengals stuff argument um i don't know if you heard about brooks's comments this earlier this week about um he was on golf digest had an interview and they asked him like what's the difference between a Ryder cup and like a normal week and he was pretty much saying like i have to change my whole uh my whole like agenda each day when I'm on the Ryder Cup versus when I'm on the uh, when I'm like a major week, and then they asked him like, "Hey, is this like an important weekend for you?" And he goes, "Uh, I, yeah, I guess so. Like, sure." And then Bryson also came out earlier this week that he was training to be in long drive this past couple of weeks, the World Championships, and yeah, not, not even training. He's going to. He's going yeah. to. He's going to. He's training for the World Championships. Yeah, in the long drive. drive championships all i have to say is if they're i'm a i'm an i'm not a, a bryson fan i am a brooks fan but both of them if they don't want to do the Ryder cup don't even don't even go you're just wasting two spots there's two other players that are good enough i'm not gonna say they're better than them individually but in a Ryder cup setting they could help a team there's multiple players that could have for sure you know gotten Wolzell Torres could have been one. Everyone was saying 
Kevin Kisner could have should have been on the team. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. There's multiple, Cup legend. There's multiple guys that have could have helped the team if these guys aren't going to buy in. If they play and they buy in, they're easily that's there's there's a reason why they're top ten players in the world. But if they don't buy in, they're going to get their ass kicked again by the European team. That's just my thing. If they're not going to do it, just don't even go. Just you're wasting. Everyone. That's the thing, man. The, Europe, the Europeans are going to play as one. Oh, yeah, that's how it is. We've got a couple guys that are, you know, pretty close-knit. You know, JT, yeah. um, uh, Spieth, sorry. JT and Spieth are boys. Obviously, they're going to play well together. Um, but after that, man, it's kind of just solo artists, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you got it's DJ. All, you, I mean, you take out Fino. Well, here's the thing is DJ's a solo guy. Brooks is a solo guy. Bryson's a solo guy. I can see the rest of the guys being kind of like, I feel like they would buy into the team stuff. But also the thing is, is like, it's the problem is, is like, hey, okay, Brooks with Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler has that been the pairing? In, no, I'm just saying like, just in general, if that's going to, if that's that going to happen. fired me up, dude. I got half a chub right there. I'm just saying if that happened. That would be an awesome Sheff- pairing. Scheffler can't go up to Brooks and say, hey, bro, like, fucking let's go. Like, buy in. He doesn't He's- need to. Kepka brings all that energy. Scheffler's he- just going to But here's the in. thing. Brooks isn't going to – I don't think Brooks is buying in. That's the problem. If Brooks doesn't buy in and then Scheffler has to carry him, that's going to be – and then he's playing Mol- Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood again. They're going to get their ass kicked by those Brooks two. is a savage. We'll he will not out. let himself get embarrassed out there. All I have to say is that if they're not bought in, just don't even go. There's other players that could easily. I hear you on that. Easily. I mean, do it. I, I'm a little butthurt to Al Torsten, Meg. I thought he would be a great fit for the writer. writer I mean, it, the thing is, is the U.S. is so – it's funny because the U.S. is so heavy favorites and they have so many better players. Um, and we still are saying they're going to get their ass kicked by the European team. <laughs> Like it's not like we we want them. We on paper they should blow them up, but we don't know if they're going. It's to. golf though. And I know. I just saw the ranking, the world golf rankings of each player. Oh, I mean, yeah, we have way more people. You know, I mean, like if you just go top twenty, how many you know Americans are in the? Just Everybody, but to... yeah. Everybody but one. Everybody but one. And in the top twenty, the only person that's not in the John top twenty. John Rom. No, I'm talking. U.S. Everyone is in the top twenty except for Scotty Scheffler. We have two through okay. we, have, we have two through ten on our team. So I'm saying, US. right? I'm saying if you go like top twenty golfers in the world, oh I yeah, seventy five percent of them are going to be Americans. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The U.S. has ten through or two through ten of the top ten, and then they have. I think 11 through 15 and then 22 and who's number one right now. John Rom. Is it still DJ? John okay, Rom. That's is. well-deserved. John Rom's number one. And then by the, next, the way, next highest ranking is Rory. At speaking 11. of John Rom, he got robbed. Yeah. Of the PGA player of the year award. I think the thing is, is like, I think if they're going to do the PGA player of the year award, do it before the playoffs, like every other sport. You know what I mean? Like I mean, an MV, even though MV, Cantley won, right? It's just the, no, but I hear, that's the my top saying. tens and top fives. That's my saying, though. If you're going to give a player of the year award, do it before the playoffs, like in football, baseball, basketball. MVP 
doesn't get the MVP based on their postseason stuff. It's all regular season. Yeah. If you go John Rahm versus Patrick Cantley's regular season, John Rahm wins. But you put in Patrick Cantley's playoffs, and obviously he's going to win. He won the last two tournaments. So I mean, even if you, I feel like even if you combine them, though, Rahm just overall dominates it. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a lot more top fives and top tens than uh, Cantley did. Yeah. Well, yeah. If they're going to do, it's going to be similar. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be similar to uh, Vlad Jr. getting robbed for the MVP from Otani. Yeah, yeah. it's going. That's going to be a BS. BS. Now that we're talking about baseball, um, AL and a wild card are getting tight. We'll go to AL first. Right now, the two teams in the AL wild card are Toronto and Boston. Yankees are half game out. And then after that, Dude, the Mariners is, are choking so bad. After that, are the A's and the Mariners? I think they're down. A's are at three and the Mariners are at four, but Toronto and Boston are hot right now. And Dude. New York, they just played Baltimore. I don't know if they play Baltimore again, but I know Boston plays six against Baltimore. And I think Toronto plays six against Baltimore going down the stretch. So that just means that as of right now, Toronto and Boston might be getting in. Because strictly off of playing Mariners, Baltimore six Dude. times. I'm very disappointed in the Mariners. They could be a game back, if not have the Red Sox spot, if they could just fucking hold it together, man. They had they lost two out of three of the Diamondbacks, which you can't do. You can't try to make the playoffs. You can't lose to a team. Yeah, you got to at least win the series, right? Yeah, you got to at least win those. So if they win the series there, then they just finished up playing the Red Sox and they lost uh, two out of three to the Red Sox. Ah man, you got if you had to go two out of three there or go sweep, I mean you're looking, yeah. you're in or a game back. Yeah, that makes That's sense. Right. And then in right. the NL we'll right now. In the NL right now, the Dodgers are in no matter what. They clinched. And then um St. Louis and San Diego are the two teams that fighting for it. At San Diego's a half game back, Cincinnati's one game back. Um, but St. Louis is the other team in right now. Uh, the Padres haven't been playing pretty well recently, um, but we'll see. I just saw um, at the trade deadline, Joe Musgroves had a quote on an interview, and he said that we're still better than the Dodgers, don't matter if they have Max Scherzer or not. That quote might be coming back to kick him in the ass because since then I think they've gotten swept every game by the, the Dodgers and Scherzer's 3-0 against the Padres. So if it's Padres Dodgers wild card. I, I'm taking the Padres. I'm not. I'm taking the Dodgers. I would, I would take I the Dodgers. Tatis goes deep a couple times. Here's the thing: if the Dodgers do have, to, if the Dodgers do play the Padres, who do they pitch? Scherzer. I'd pick search Scherzer 100 percent because then you got Bueller and Kershaw coming in, and then you have Scherzer on five days rest after that, pitching game three. Yeah, I'm throwing Scherzer, and Scherzer will throw. Until his arm falls off that game. Who the Padres pitch? Blake Snell. No. They have to. There's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. Right? No, no, it's kind of bad. Kind of. But you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, in the Padres situation, you have to throw your best guy. You can't throw your third best guy because your third best guy is not as good as the Dodgers' third best guy. It's not even close. No, they're going to throw Darvish. He's horrendous in the postseason. Darvish is the best is the Padres' best pitcher. I would argue Snell could be. 
I don't want to bring up stats right now, if but they get uh, if they get Clevenger back, throw sunshine because he's awesome. <laughs> but if <laughs> I were the Dodgers, I mean, if you were, if you were Dave Robinson, would you throw Scherzer in a one one game playoff? If you do throw Scherzer, I feel like you lose. I wouldn't say lose the clubhouse, but well, here's the thing. I think a little bit of respect gets lost between like Kershaw Bieber, I, when you've got these guys that have been there for you already that have won the postseason or won yeah. the world series. Yeah. And then you're just going to, you know, obviously I know they traded for him, but still. Yeah. I don't know. I think if, it, I think if anything, it's between Bueller and you know, Scherzer. Yeah. It's not their Kershaw's not even yeah. in it. It's those two. They might not show it. You know what I mean? They might, yeah. they might not show that emotion, but I, I definitely feel like, you know, Bueller would be a little bit salty if yeah. he didn't get that ball. For sure. Yeah, that's true. That could be a thing. But I think the thing is, is also it's like, all right, like, yeah, it's just, I think if with those two, it's just a flip a coin and see, I guess. But that's what I think. Um, let's segue into some our college football picks this weekend. Um, not a lot of big games going on. Um, not as there's two big ones going on this weekend, I guess you would say. I think both games aren't going to be like close. Couple, I think there's a couple good matchups. Well, there's two, top, two, 20, two, right? there's two Florida, top 20, Florida, Alabama, and then Auburn, Penn State. There's two State. top 25 teams or top 25 okay. games, but I, I think both of those games are going to be blowouts. <laughs> Personally, I, think, I don't I think, think they'll the be Minnesota, close. I do too. <laughs> I don't think they're. I think be Minnesota Colorado is gonna be an awesome game. Yeah, that could be a good one. Obviously, me personally, I think Fresno State UCLA is gonna be a good one too. Um, Fresno State has beaten UCLA the last two times in the Rose Bowl, so we'll see. Um, I'll let you start with your picks. Give me a rundown of your. How picks. many? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you just want me to go? Are we just gonna yeah, rally? Just rally him off. Yeah, just rally him off real quick. Well, I'm gonna start off by going tomorrow. I'm taking UCF Dylan Gabriel mm-hmm. minus six and a half at Louisville minus one fifteen. Um, obviously we've got close ties to Lana. He's got yeah. some ties to Dylan Gabriel now. I trust the lefty. Is he, he a junior? Slings it. Um, I think he's a junior. Oh, but man. he should stay for his senior year because that dude's making bank with these NILs. I was just gonna say if he was a if he was like a sophomore, I would I would say all three years and maybe hopefully my last year I'm in the the Big Twelve, Power Five school because they're going. They're not there. gonna get there till late though. No, because they're not gonna go to Oklahoma and then leave in twenty five. Twenty twenty five, huh? But he's making a lot of money, so stay should in school, be. sweet school. Dude's gonna <laughs> yeah. set like the all time passing yards there. But that's yeah. my first one. I'm going tomorrow. UCF minus six and a half against Louisville. Okay. You're at Louisville. Okay. Um, my first one, I'm taking Oklahoma. In the Oklahoma-Nebraska game, I'm taking Oklahoma minus 22 and a half. It's a big number. I personally think that it could Bold be – move, Cotton. Yeah. it's a. I think Oklahoma is going to – I feel like anytime Oklahoma plays an unranked team, the first quarter, it's closer. But the end of the game, no team can keep up with Oklahoma if they play an unranked team. The only thing that – I mean, the Tulane game was weird. Um, it was week one, whatever. But I think after – I think Oklahoma just second half just takes over the game and just cruises. 22 and – I mean, 22 and a half, like if you really think about it, is three touchdowns and a field goal and – 
they win the last four years they've won like 50 or 60 percent of their games by more than 24 points so i'll take i'll take oklahoma and the points by the way did you uh i know i mean we just skipped right through what happened last week with our uh, picks are we just gonna wash that down the drain for you and move on to the next week we talked about it earlier i am uh i told you i'm going to have my dog run back and forth oh yeah we did yeah we, yeah, yeah. we did discuss that we but it's not gonna happen uh we're gonna bounce you're gonna bounce back this week I i'm bouncing faith. back i'm bouncing back this week i'm going to go at least 70 percent on my picks between college football and nfl i'm damn confident in it i'm confident i'll tell you what it's all uphill from here because you can't you get any worse can't get any week. worse i can't get any worse <laughs> than last week but yeah that's my first pick right. oklahoma minus 22 and a half okay i'm gonna go my next one, I'm going to go. It's kind of a double, double down here. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati minus four and money line against Indiana on the road. Fuck Indiana. Cincinnati's going to go in there and house them. They're number eight right now in the country. They need a big win like this, right? Indiana had a monster season last year. So, I mean, this kind of, you know, count. It's a big road win for them. Yeah. Go in there um, and take it to them fucking blow them out i think minus four is very generous very uh, i also loaded cincinnati offense i also have cincinnati minus four double whammy there spread and money line hammer them both spreads 105 minus 105 money lines minus 170 hammer them both i also have cincinnati minus four uh i think they're going to cruise they're going by 15 20 and i don't think it'll be close um i like what they're doing over there it's a big it'll be a big power five win before in a couple of weeks to play Notre Dame and that will be their biggest game of the year. And that'll be a deciding factor. Don't think they're going to get in the playoff because it's just money and power five. And that's, that's why, but if they don't beat Notre Dame and Indiana, no shot, they even get in the playoff. So since you, we both had Cincinnati, I'll go to my third pick. I'm picking Fresno state against UCLA plus 11 and a half. I think that's a lot of points coming off of, Fresno State going to Oregon, playing to Oregon to where they were winning the game with two minutes left in the game, up three. They end up losing by by seven. And Oregon, the team they just lost to, in their house by seven, Oregon just went to Ohio State and manhandled them on the road. I'm going to take Fresno State. I think they play well. Jay Kaner is a dog. The dude has – Leads the country. He's the only quarterback in the country with over a thousand passing yards, double digit touchdowns, and no interceptions. I'm going to take Fresno State because I think he is a difference maker. Give me UCLA. Wow. You're taking UCLA? Minus 11 and a half. Minus 11 and a half. Give me UCLA. Okay. Give me the Bruins all fucking day. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can go ahead. Man. I hate I hate to bash the Mountain West, but I think this is the week Fresno gets their ass kicked by a big school. I don't. Uh, right, I, you I, guys have won the last two at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, UCLA is going to take some heart. To dominated, this game. dominated. UCLA is going to take some heart to this game. Chip Kelly is going to come out guns blazing with that Dorian Thompson, and they're going to light it up. We'll and I think you guys are going to score two. But not enough to cover. I think they get at least 17 ahead, 14 to 17. All right. As long as Fresno State doesn't turn over the ball, they'll be fine. And then, so that you taking that, do you want to say another pick? Do you want me to say mine? No, I just shouted that out there because I did have it on there and you brought it up. 
Yep. Uh, my next one's going to be Michigan State at Miami plus six. Yep. Uh, Michigan State's been playing well. They beat Northwestern, who's usually a pretty tough team um, to play. They beat them by double digits. On the road, too. It's always difficult. On to the play road, that. yeah, at Northwestern. Um, and then they had a great game, obviously, against Youngtown, Youngstown State. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like the Spartans, man. I'm always a well-coached team. Yeah. So, plus six, yeah, at Miami. Thought about I'm, sprinkling money line, but yeah. No. Uh, before I say this pick, I am going to take – I'm going to take this team every game the rest of the year, no matter the spread, no matter what. Alabama. I'm, I'm taking Alabama minus 14 yes. and a half against Florida. I am taking Alabama. Love it. Every game, every week the rest of the year because they are – it's not even close. They are the best team in the country, and they are head over heels better than anyone else. Um, I think it's not going to be It's going to be another blowout. Uh, I don't think Al- the next time Alabama has a close game or a close spread will be against Georgia. Um, but I don't think they have another close game until Florida then. doesn't even know who their quarterback is yet. No. They've been playing two quarterbacks every game. Alabama's going to fucking roll right over them. And fun fact I think Alabama, Nick Saban has one loss to his former assistants. I think he's won in like. 20 something to his former assistants and the Florida coach is 0 and seven against Nick Saban. So I don't think there's a chance. I don't think it's a chance at all. It is in the swamp. That's the only thing that's different, but I think Bama cruises. That doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. I think Bama <laughs> that cruises. doesn't matter. They're used to playing on the, they're used yeah. to playing on the road. Yeah. That's a um, cruise game. My next game, which is kind of weird. Cause I feel like it's a trap game. This is like this is like when I took North Carolina against yeah. Virginia Tech. But I'm taking Virginia Tech yeah. plus two and a half, which is weird because they're ranked 14th. They're at West Virginia. West Virginia is not ranked. And, and I feel like Pat McAfee is going to fuck me on this one because I feel like this is a trap game. But I'm taking Virginia Tech plus two and a half at, Virgin, or at West Virginia. At West Virginia? Yes. Yeah. Um, I am taking Coastal Carolina in the over. The over is 58. Um, I just wrote down Coastal because I couldn't – I forgot who they were playing. Um, oh, they are playing – They're playing Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm taking Coastal and the points – Coastal and the minus – or over 58 points. Um, I think both teams can score, but I think Coastal has a better defense. So they'll keep them away, um, not keep them close, but I still think it'll be these 58. I feel like it's too low. I think it'll total will be like 65. All right. My next game I'm going to take, which I think is going to be the best game all weekend, Minnesota, Colorado. I'm taking Minnesota plus three at Colorado. I think PJ Flex is going to row the boat right into that uh, Buffalo territory down there and uh, cruise to a victory. Um, I like that they have the three points and it's an even spread. Yeah. And I like that Big Ten Pac 12 matchup. I feel like the Big Ten's due for another uh, solid win. Another solid win. All right. My next pick is when did it go? I'm confused. Um, I'm an idiot. 
I'm not prepared. Oh, there we go. I'm taking Ohio State minus 24 and a half against Tulsa. I'm taking them minus 24 and a half strictly because they just got embarrassed in their own house and they're going to play Tulsa. They are going to run the score up on Tulsa. Never give them action that many points. It doesn't matter. They're going to run the score up. They're going by 50. Do not give them action that many points, dude. 24? Yeah, 24. Don't be 24. 24 points to Tulsa, dude. Tulsa puts up 24 points in the first quarter. Don't be surprised if Ohio State wins 63-3. to I don't think so. I think they think their season's done. They lost a game to Oregon. They their season's not the done. Oh, their season's done. A one-loss Ohio State team with this quarterback, dude, this quarterback's ass. C.J. Stroud is ass. If Ohio State runs a table, I still think they get in strictly off of money. But that's just me. Potentially, but they're just going to lose in the first round because their quarterback is bad. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking Ohio State minus 24 and a half against Tulsa. All right. I hope it I hope it plays out for you, but I would never give the Maction that many points. Sterny X. My next game, I'm taking USC minus eight against Wazoo. Ooh. I think this new coach, apparently he might get the job because the players love him. Um but I think they're just going to come out with a little fire under their ass after that embarrassing performance against Stanford. Slovis is obviously a great quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I think minus eight against Wazoo. Wazoo's really not that good. So, should be able to cover. Let's go Trojans. Fight on. Yes, 100%. And then I am also taking Maryland minus seven. Uh, Maryland tomorrow night against Illinois. Friday night game, I think I think Greg Schiano got Maryland going in the right direction. They're going to beat Illinois in Illinois by more than a touchdown tomorrow night. Greg Schiano? Yeah, he's a Rutgers coach. Oh, Rucker, Rutgers, you're right, you're right. Hey, they, they're the same school. I got Maryland. Uh, I know they're Don't not. ever disrespect <laughs> Rutgers, dude. They are back. Rutgers is fucking back. Scarlet Knights bet them all year. If you want to bet a team like Alabama, bet the Scarlet Knights. They're back. I got Maryland minus seven against Illinois tomorrow night. I like it. Illinois has been ass ever since that game I called against Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, My next one, I'm going double whammy here. Auburn plus five and money line against Penn State. On the road, in the whiteout, Penn State is ass, okay? This is a team that started out 0-5 last year. Am I wrong? Yeah, but they're also two and zero this year. season. They're also two and zero this year with a completely different team. That didn't matter. Same quarterback. Yeah, they, I think they have they have four guys that transferred in on the defensive side. Okay, so that Auburn Tiger team, SEC is going to roll into Penn State State College. We've partied there, weak ass party school. They're going <laughs> to roll in there and hammer them. See, I got I got Penn State minus double five. whammy, baby, plus got- five. Auburn, no, Penn State's favorite, or the Penn State's the favorite. Yeah. So you're saying minus five. Penn State's minus five, yeah. I think they blow them I know, I you're taking Penn State? Yeah, I don't think it's close. Let's go, Auburn Tigers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, that's all my picks. You got any more? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Got a couple more. Rattle them off. College football. Um, I'm going ASU minus three and a half at BYU. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's minus 115. ASU is nice, dude. Great coach team. The whole staff is fucking NFL guys. Yeah. Um, they're just going to blow BYU out. I feel like great quarterback. Um, that's actually my last game because I already rallied off the UCLA one. Yeah. Uh, minus, minus 11 and a half. Although my book had 10 and a half. Oh, uh, I did. I so, looked uh, today and it was at 11 and a half. So, well, if you're with my bookie, we've got 10 and a half UCLA. <laughs> um all right well there's the college football week three enjoy it i know i will um always love those auburn tigers baby (laughs) all right let's go on to the nfl let's 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 talk a little bit about tonight's game the thursday night football um i didn't watch the complete game to be honest i watched the middle of the fourth quarter to the end um Missed a couple plays and was driving home. All I have to say is I'm a huge fan of Taylor Heineke. I think Taylor Heineke gives him a get. Just give Taylor Heineke a a shot. Give him one shot to start a full year and see how he does. I think he's a grinder. You know what he reminds me of? He's a Hunter Renfro of quarterbacks. He is a guy that he probably the best thing you've ever said on this podcast. (laughs) You. He does everything full out, and he gets hit. When he gets hit, when he throws the ball, it looks like it's max effort, and he gave everything he possibly can into each thing. He will thing run he through a linebacker <laughs> for one yard. For If it's yeah. a first down, like yeah. fourth and one, he will fucking play action, sweep that thing for a first down, and run through someone. Yeah. Honestly, just like the guy that's in front of him, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Do I the mean, same he- thing, man. Heineke might just be the, a the younger next version. Magic. <laughs> He might Dude. be. <laughs> oh my gosh. He might be. Fitz Magic is training the next fucking Fitz Magic. Wow. All, That's all crazy. I, all I have to say is I I think he is is tight. I love I love watching him play. He's just he's fun. He, you honestly never know what he's gonna do. And I think he's I I think he deserves at what least school is he from? From FCF school. Like I don't think so. Yes, he, he's he? an he's an FCS guy. He's an FCS guy. I think he seems like a Penn State guy to me. No, he's an FCS guy because I think he won like the FCS Heisman when he put when he was playing. I think he was at like I don't. I'm not even gonna guess because I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think Taylor Heineke um, plays well. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. There you go. And then also, I think I think the Giants may need to move on. Um, Daniel Jones. He didn't play terribly bad. It just feels like I don't know. I, I just feel like I said the Giants were going to be asked from the beginning. I just don't like. I I just don't like watching them. I mean, you can't you can't prolong it and just go. Okay, no, you know we'll give him till next year, and if he doesn't figure out by then, I'm like by then. I mean, you have the Redskins. Hey, maybe Tyler Heineke might be their guy. You. They they're gonna have they could have the worst quarterback in that division if they keep waiting. We don't know could, uh, everything with Jalen Hurts, but we think Jalen Hurts is gonna be better than Daniel Jones. He might already be better than Daniel Jones. Taylor Heineke, we like him because th- we think he's fun, but he I mean he also did have two touchdown passes and more yards than Taylor Heine- or more yards than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is he I don't know he kind of turns the ball over. He didn't turn the ball I mean, over tonight, is. but he's just not. I don't know. I just think they. If the Giants weren't off sides on the last field goal, they win. They would have won the game. They would have won. Yeah. I don't know. 
but that's just me. I think the Giants could maybe move another direction, but hey, that's just me. They they may. I, I think Daniel Jones is a backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, me too. I, I do too. Um, all right. So before we get into the picks, I just have last week I had uh, questions going into week one. This week I have questions going into week two. Um, I guess all of them are kind of. I don't know, like question one, part one, part two, part three, I guess. Do you have any teams that have a must win this week? Because I have three. Absolutely. It's week, it's week two, but it's a must win. Week two, and I have a must win. Because um, there's a stat that I saw. If you start the season one and one you have a 51% chance of making the playoffs. If you start the season 0 and 2, you have a 27% chance of making What's the your playoffs. Percent? 2 and 0. Uh, I, I didn't see that. I just saw 0 to uh, 1 and 1. I was about to say, how'd that feel last year for you? Hurts, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, how, about, how about 6 and 3 through the first nine games? How does I that think about that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys suck. In 6 and 4, the first 10 games. You know who was in the playoffs that? last year? The Bears were. I don't want Damn to hear right it. they were. So give me give me your Damn must win. Right give me your must win. Must win already obviously starts out with the fucking Bears, baby. The Bears. We have that- to win this week. I brought out the orange for you, Sterny X. We need to win. We're playing the Bengals. I've got that lovely orange. Yeah. Bear down Chicago Bears. Let's fucking run it. Andy and Dalton then- playing his old team. Yeah. And then I had Chicago as a must win. And then I have two more teams. Uh, the Browns. As a must win, I think if I, I do think they're good, I just think I think they could make the playoffs, even if they don't win this game, they're going to win this game. They play the Texans. But the fact is, if they oh, lose, yeah. to the, if they lose to the Texans. That whole city is coming for Baker Mayfield's head, and I don't think that would be a good thing. And Are they at home, they're at home against the Texans. I think they win. They're in Cleveland in Cleveland. That, I, think that, I don't even know what the spread is, but Cleveland's going to blow them out. Yeah, it's I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's like twelve or thirteen. Um, yeah, it's not going to be close. I don't think it's because I would either. not be shocked if they. But I'm just saying, if they don't win that game, it's shit's going to fucking hit the fan if they don't hit the win. Fan. And then my next one is, it's a question mark, but I do think the Dallas Cowboys is kind of a must win for them. They do. They come to LA. They play the Chargers. That's a tough. That's a tougher game for them. Um, it's not a primetime game. It's a one o'clock game. Um, but I still think if the Cowboys start the season off zero and two, and the Eagles win, and the Giants just won, they'll be in third place. And I think the Cowboys they have to play the whole AFC West this year, so that could be a really tough division for them to play if they start the season off zero and two. I don't know. I just think that's a must win for the Dolphins. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They're playing the Bills. They are playing the Bills. I think the Bills are going to get in. I do think the Dolphins are going to beat the Patriots later in the year. I think they take two from the Jets. Um, I don't, they don't play a tougher, they don't play that tough of an, uh, what do you call it? Schedule. A, a schedule. I do think they'll win 10 games, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a must win for them. No, I don't. 
But uh, for those three teams, I have a, a, a for sure must win. Chicago, Cleveland, and the Cowboys. And then um, my second question is, does Justin Fields play more than he did against the fucking Rams? Depends how the game goes, dude. If we're losing at halftime, I would not be shocked if Nagy pulls the trigger. I have to say, I have to say, here's my thing. I saw a take by Rich Eisen, and I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good take. Middle of the year, they have a very tough schedule. Let me pull their we schedule. We have the second hardest schedule in the NFL this year. Yeah, no matter me, what time of the year you play them. Yeah, let me pull up their schedule because they don't have a terribly tough schedule the next four weeks. Um, I'm, I'm not terrible to where, like, I'm saying a very tough defense to where Justin Fields is going to have to r- run around because I'm – the Bears' office line. The man in my last set at best. We get the next two wins. Actually, no, we we win this we we win this week against Cincinnati with Andy Dalton. We lose next week against Cleveland with Andy Dalton. Justin Fields starts Week Four against Detroit. We blow him out. We roll into Vegas and whoop that Raider ass, baby, with Justin Fields running that RPO all up and down that Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> Woo! Three and two going to the playoffs, leaving Vegas. All I even have, hit the roulette table on the way out. We'll see. All I have to say is after week five, I think you need to get, if you're going to get, if you're going to wait on Justin Fields, like you were saying, he starts against Detroit. Okay. He plays Detroit. He needs to at least play. I think he does need to play at least one good defense before they go on the week eight stretch or the week seven, six stretch. Green Bay, Tampa, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Detroit, or Baltimore. Detroit, Arizona, back to defense. I know, but you played Tampa, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore in four straight games. We beat Tampa last year with Mitch Trubisky. Actually, no, we beat him with Big Dick Nick. Yeah, you did. But the Bucks look a lot different uh, this year than they did that week last year. Bucks didn't lose a game after they lost to us. No. Sorry about it, NFL. Well, I do think Tom Brady will remember the, the downs. But all I'll say is I think, if anything, you start – Event, I say you would just throw Justin Fields in for the second half and see how he does this, this week if you are winning by a lot. And if he balls out, then, hey, let's see how he does against Cleveland. Just throw him in the fire. He's going to ball out regardless. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's balled out in preseason. He balled out in college. He's going to ball out. Yeah. We saw him just – I mean, when he came onto the field against uh It was just a more – There was just, more electricity. There was like a glow around him. Yeah. Like just – an aura, just a different aura to the whole offense. And here's the thing: I will say, I'm not. I don't know. I haven't heard. There hasn't been anything. I don't. I haven't heard anything, or because I. I mean, obviously, I don't. No one tells me anything because I'm not important. I'm a nobody. But no one's reported anything of locker room splitting between mm-hmm. Dalton and Fields. But I will say, I've seen stuff where they talk about Fields players, and they're like, "This dude is in like." He's really fucking good, and you know we love the, playing, playing, want to play for him. You know what's the dumbest take? What? Is the take you made about defenses and him facing defenses. He faces one of the best defensive fronts in the NFL every day in practice. Yeah, but – Literally, yeah. every day in practice, he's facing a top 10 defensive seven in the NFL. In his face, you got Clil Mack and the boys. Sure. So you can't say he needs to see. He's seeing good defenses every day in practice. 
I don't know if they're even a top 10 defense this year. Oh, get out of here. We've got one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. Yeah, but by far. And then we've probably got the best middle linebacker in the NFL with Roquan Smith. Did you guys get a sack against the Rams? A a rebuilt offensive line? I'm not sure. Week one, though. Oh, okay. We'll be back. We'll see at the end of the year. Yes, Khalil Mack is a beast. But hey, there's a difference between playing against a, a defensive line in practice than going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks defensive line or TJ Watt or I'm not the, worried about the Bucks. Do we beat the Bucks with Nick Foles? Okay, you should be worried about the Bucks because by that time you guys might be week seven. One, two, three. We will be you, week seven will be Five and two. I say you're three and three at the best. Um, all right. Next is my last question before we go on the bets. Does the West Coast stay undefeated this week? And I already know you're going to say no because you think the Raiders are going to lose. Um, Big facts. You know the Raiders are going to lose. I think it's a possibility, to be honest with you. It'll be close. We'll see. I don't. I think they. I think it'll be closer than people think. Um, but I will say the West Coast doesn't play terribly tough teams. There's only about on the West Coast side, there's three games, Kansas City and Baltimore. Kansas City might blow them out just like they did last year. Uh, Chargers and Dallas, I'm to take, taking the Chargers and then Vegas, Pittsburgh. And I obviously people are more leaning Pittsburgh. I'm a homer. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the games are not – I think it Titans, Steelers. Or, no, sorry, Titans, uh, Seahawks. Yeah. I, That'll be a good game. After watching that last weekend, eesh, Seahawks looked on a different level than the Titans. <laughs> different yeah, level. I just saw some of the Titans have like lost their week one game like the last three years. The thing with the Titans is that when I watch them, they just they always get off to a slow start. They always do. They never. Yeah, they don't still, get off to. I mean, yeah, very talented to, team. That's a good talented team. Should but, be a good game. And I think it might be a little bit different because they did just lose their offensive coordinator who's been with them for the last three years um because arthur smith went to atlanta um so i wonder how that dynamic is play calling wise um but i mean they didn't put up any i mean Chandler jones would have five sacks against them but i don't know i didn't yeah, watch the game taylor lewan's ass yeah so we'll see i'm leaning that the west coast could stay undefeated i think there's one game that's a circle of a maybe and then the other seven games are almost locks. The West coast is going to win. Um, but we'll see. All right. Under the betting. What do you got? How many picks you got? My first bet. How many picks you got for the NFL? I have six, six in a parlay, six in a parlay. Yeah, baby. You go. Start uh, off. Bill's minus three and a half. Actually, um, let's do, let's do a parlay. The, the, do your parlay first. Do you have a parlay? Yeah, I do. Okay, I have a five-teamer. Comes at plus 406 odds, so very good odds. Mm-hmm. All money line, I'm going Buccaneers, Cardinals, Packers, Chiefs, 49ers. All money line, plus 406, five-game parlay. Let's lay it down, Sterny X. Yep. All right, Here are, here's my parlay. Devontae Adams, first touchdown against... Raiders uh, just threw a pick in Madden. Shocker. Oh, shocker. Yeah. So it was a fake game. Uh, Devontae Adams, first touchdown against the Lions. Uh, I don't know what the stat is. I'm just throwing it off my top of my head right now. First uh, touchdown? First touchdown 
against the Lions Monday Night Football. Um, here in a second. And then I have the uh, – also, I'm going to take in the Packers money line against the Lions. I don't think it's close. Yeah, there's no money in that. And then I also think I'll take the Chargers. Is this for a parlay? Yep. I like parlay. the Chargers, dude. I yep. thought about having the Chargers. That's my that's my Where, parlay. The underdogs. La, the Chargers are not. I don't, I don't are they the underdogs? I think I they believe. are. They're playing or are they playing Dallas? Yeah, they're playing Dallas. No, they're, uh, they're, they're the favorites. They're at home in LA, I think. You don't have that parlay on your phone, do you? That's my parlay. Payton will give I me the odds. Get it to you. Payton will give me the odds after. Devontae, yeah, first touchdown. Green Bay money line. And Chargers, uh, minus three and a half. Nice. That's my parlay. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I'll go my first game. I'm going Bills minus three and a half against the Dolphins. I think the Bills, coming off that loss against the Steelers, they're going to they're gonna blow out the Dolphins. It's not going to be close. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll be close either. I have the Rams minus three and a half against the Colts. Um, I think against – the Colts offensive line. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I don't think – I actually don't because um, Seattle – I have that game as well. I have I have Rams minus three and a half as well. I think it's – to be honest, I think it's kind of low. I think it was I think it's be very more, low. I think it was going to be more around six and a half, seven. Uh, yes, six, uh, six, six and a half. Uh, strictly off of – even the, last year the Colts was the best offensive line of football. But Quentin Nelson didn't play week one. Um, and then had some, they just didn't play to particularly well. It seemed like their offensive line got beat up in training camp. Um, and the Seahawks just kind of up front, just kind of manhandled them. And the Seahawks don't have a tear. They don't have an offensive line. That's the same as the Rams. They're they nowhere on the defensive line. Either. Or def- defensive line. I mean, the, the Seahawks either side a, of the ball. Yeah. The defensive line for the Seahawks isn't anywhere near the Rams. And the Seahawks kind of dominated that, that side of the dominated. ball. Dominated. Um, so I think the Rams are – I don't think it'll be close. I really don't. I think the Rams are a little bit upset kind of how they played against the Bears too. I think they could have blown the Bears out by more, even though it was I 20. mean, the way the way, way the game went with uh, some penalties on their side and some turnovers, I think, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's my that's my one, Rams minus three and a half. Um, yeah, that was one of mine as well. Uh, my next one, I'm going Broncos minus six. Um, against Jacksonville. It's a good one. I almost thought about that, yeah. doing that one. I think the Broncos are nice this year, dude. They're going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Um, my next pick is I'm taking New England minus six against the Jets. I don't ever trust a rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick. Ever. There's no reason to. I don't think rookie quarterbacks ever beaten Bill Belichick. Um, so, I'm not – New England beats the Jets by – by 20 not close i had new england as well (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm gonna go the steelers minus six and a half you can parlay a money line you can fucking take them first quarter 
second yep. quarter, first half, third quarter, fourth quarter. They're going to absolutely blow out the Las Vegas Raiders this weekend. Um, it's not going to be close. TJ Watt's going to be all over Derek Carr's ass. He's going to be fumbling the football, like I said again, like Brucey from the longest yard. Um, I You need to get rid of Carr, man. You, you might be better off with trading for Derek uh, or not. What's his name? Uh, Danny Dimes. You, you, so you want the Raiders to get rid of the NFL passing leader after week one? Oh, Jesus. Here we go again. How many did we bring this up last episode? The dude averages 1.1 touchdowns in his whole career. Yeah. How is that elite? It, he is second behind Matt Stafford and comeback wins in his career. So not a good, it's not a good quarterback to follow. Matt Stafford, he's a top six quarterback in the NFL right now. How many playoffs has uh, Matt Stafford been to? Uh, I'm just saying quarterback. We're not talking about defenses, are we? How many playoffs has Derek Carr been to? Hey, I mean, I'll tell you what. They're on the same track, though. Keep missing the playoffs. Keep being elite. Uh, I'm going to say. So, since you have that, I got the Raiders plus six against the Steelers. It'll be closer than six. I'm not going to say the Raiders are going to win, but it will be closer than six points, 100%. I think Big Ben throws for at least 400 on your guys' defense. I don't think Big Ben hits even gets close to 300 yards. No. I'll take a close. 10 on that. Okay. I'll take a 10 on that because – 300 yards? Yeah. Here's the thing. The, the Raiders blitzed the Ravens twice the whole game. And once it was a last blast play on defense, twice. They're going to do the same thing because that's what Gus Bradley does. They're going to do the same thing against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can't run the football. They're the worst but you have a guy that NFL can throw the football. No, you can't. He cannot throw the football. Throws it a lot better than Lamar Jackson. Big Ben averages the least amount of yards in the air out of any quarterback in the NFL. He's a check down guy. He just checks it down the whole time. No, dude, he throws that deep ball to Claypool and the boys, man. I'm telling in, you what, they're going to the light la- up that Las Vegas defense. In the and last- I believe Aruda was one and six last week in bets. What were you, two and five in NFL or one yeah, and my, six? I was two and five in both my team. Both my two Do not five. trail that plus six Raiders because they are going to get their ass kicked. My two right picks were the Rams crushing the Bears and the Raiders beating the Ravens. So those are my two right picks. So I think that's – and, okay, so I'm taking the Raiders. I think I'm take, also taking the Bengals plus two and a half against the Bears. I think Joey Burrow. I think out, it's a good pick. I think they win. I think that went out right too. Um, I, I told my brother this in the car. Um, the Bengals are coming in with a lot of energy, man. They are hot I think, off of I win. Think they win. Overtime off. win against Minnesota. Um, they've got those young receivers. Uh, we've got a struggling defensive backcourt. I would not be shocked if uh, the Bengals beat Andy Dalton, the boys, and Andy Dalton's return game against the Bengals. Um, but honestly, that'd be better for the Bears because then we'll get Fields in week three. So we'll see. Yeah, that's all right. I got the Bengals. I do have the Bears minus two and a half in mine as well. I have the Bengals plus two and a half. Um, and then I have Kansas City minus three and a half against the Ravens. I don't think it'll be close. I just don't think the Ravens will be able to keep up with the Chiefs after watching them play against the Raiders. I just don't I, – I don't know. They just, I just don't think they'll be able to keep up personally. Um, so that's just me. I think the Chiefs are going to hammer them as well. That's why I have them in my parlay. Um, if you could take money line and spread in parlays, I'd double dip Chiefs, but you can't. And then I know I took 
uh, Green Bay money line. I'm taking Lions plus 11 and a half. Against Green Bay? Against Green Bay Monday night. I think here's my reasoning on why. I think Dan Campbell gets the boys to back cover, backdoor cover in the fourth quarter. Hope they fucking beat them. I don't know if they'll beat them, but I do think they do the same thing they just did against the Niners and be down 24. And then all of a sudden you look at the game, they're like, they have the ball to, to win it, to tie it or something like that. So that's is, what I think is going to happen. Is there any chance Aaron Rodgers is out to hurt the Packers and give them their worst season ever and go in a 0-16 and then go win a Super Bowl next year in Denver? Is there any chance that's happening? No, I don't think I, I, I wouldn't him because if he does, he would lose out on a lot of money in his free agent signing if he plays horrendous. What are you talking about? That You're only as good as your last game. If no. they, he doesn't win a game, then it'd be like, you're not a winner. Like, why would you bring you back? If Aaron Rodgers went to John Elway and said, hey, I tanked on purpose. I'm still the MVP of the National Football League like I was the year before, I think Elway would be right on track to sign him just like he did Peyton oh, Manning. No shot. I think – I think, Especially with that defense they got. Yeah, we'll see. I got the Lions plus 11 and a half. I think it's close. Closer than – at least closer than 11. If anything, I'm so 10. excited for weekends now, man. Fantasy football, bets. Everything. Oh. How'd your fantasy football team do? Great. Almost oh, put up 200. 0 oh, and 2. I didn't You're, get over. You went 0 oh, and 2? Yeah. Didn't get over 100 points in either of my team. Neither of them. My, uh, I almost put up 200. Yeah, my, my kicker in one of my leagues, my kicker was the second highest, uh, second highest uh, player. Um, every other player was under 10 points. Every single one. Oh, Everyone. Devontae Adams, nine points. Greg Kittle, nine points. Edward Taylor, eight points. Uh, Justin Jefferson, six points, and Cortland Sutton, one point, and then my quarterbacks. But when your position players don't do anything, That's you're bad. not going to win a game. That's bad. No. Hey, on paper, I was good. I look like the guy good. that uh, there's a guy on Twitter that actually has a solid team, dude, and he put up less than 20 points total. Yeah. And it's was, actually a really good team. Yeah. No, mine was bad, bad after week one. I don't understand how no one put up any points, but. Yeah, hey, that's football. That's football. That is football. Hey, it's week one. As Aaron Rodgers said, it's week one. You got 16 games off. I had Tyreek <laughs> and Debo and Kyler Murray put up 100 by themselves. That's just three players. What? Yeah, I don't understand your. Uh, that actually makes sense. I was going to say that. <laughs> what are your? What is? I was going to say what's your scoring rules, but I was like, I had Debo. They both had 30, and Kyler Murray had 40. I had Debo on my bench, and he had 30. So, and then I had Travis Kelsey and yeah. Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs. We won't name the rest, but we had a good week for the 69ers. Who the, who the fuck is in your league? A bunch of idiots? No. How do those guys all get on? How many players, how many teams are in your 12 league? 12-team league. Who the fuck is drafting? What do you mean? All those players you just named are guys that go in the top three rounds. No, they're not. I about? went Tyreek Hill. I picked 10th. I went Tyreek Hill. I was going to take Darren Waller in the second, but he felt, but Travis Kelsey fell to me. So I took Kelsey in the second at 15th. Then in yeah. the third and fourth, I went Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs. And then I went Kyler Murray in the fifth. And then I went Debo Samuel in the sixth. They're not all top third, three, three round. Picks. I think, I guess it's different. I just my, had a great draft. I guess it's just different because my league is two quarterback league. 
Um, and oh, yeah. it's, and it's and it's a keeper league. So a lot of those players weren't even available at that point. Yeah, two quarterback leagues are washes, man. That's a trash. See, I'm in a keeper league. My keepers were Chris Carson, Justin Jefferson, and George Kittle. Why would you keep Chris Carson? He's a starter running back. Why wouldn't I? I it's I have Chris Carson in the twelfth round. Why wouldn't by I keep committee. him? Committee. Starting running back by committee. I get a starting running back in the twelfth round. Who cares? Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I keep him in the second, I keep him in the twelfth. And I keep George Kittle in the tenth and Justin Jefferson in the eleventh. For the rest of the I didn't do a very good draft. We already had a conversation. Yeah, I, took Joe, I took Joe. I took Joe. I took Joe. I took Joe Burrow over fucking Lamar I, Jackson. Did Joe Burrow have a better day than Lamar though? Or did Lamar uh, I don't know. If Joe Burrow had twenty. That's all I know. Yeah, I have Joe Burrow. That's all I know. All right, Sterniacs. Watch football. In. Get those bets in. Um, I will do better, I promise. If I and if I don't, I will change it up next week. Uh, but yeah, that's what's gonna happen. And then we've got to see progress from you. Gotta see progress. My stock's going up. Yeah. And then um, we'll give updates on when the next podcast will be out. Alright. Thanks, Sterniacs, and see you guys next time. It's been a